Kaya? Didn't didn't yeah, didn't somebody else besides Kaya do last week's intro? Let him off the hook? He still got his makeup homework to do. I, th- I think it was Andrew last week. I did. <sighs> I, I forgot why, but there was a reason I took charge. Yeah, I don't understand. You were just really excited. What reason? Kaya's was a little, the bonus episode? Kaya's a little behind. Yeah, Kaya, go ahead. Good intro. Hello. <laughs> That's <laughs> nothing needed to be said, I guess. <laughs> Kaya, are you okay? He's <laughs> running away from his responsibilities. <laughs> I don't know. My audio just that shit and panic dropped his mic and ran. Is this the intro? Are we doing? <laughs> Welcome to the official podcast. No, it is. Quinn, don't spoil the surprise. <laughs> Let me uh check my internet connection here before I dip out again. I don't know what that was. Um. Okay. Well, has anyone taken the introduction from me in those two seconds? I can't say we were fighting over it. Oh, no, right. don't worry. We we made sure to wait for you. Everything's good to go. Don't take a sip right now. Yeah, right. Jesus. This is, the, this is the worst intro in podcast history. Well, I'm, so I'm thinking that I'm gonna cut the empty silence, the the unnecessary part. Right. Oh, but that was funny. <laughs> that was that was comedic gold. When, whenever you're ready, Kaya. No, you know what? No. <laughs> Now, now I'm gonna stand on principle. Oh I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sit here, pout, hold my breath until Quinton introduces himself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm I'm Quinton Reviews. Um, I make videos, and they're okay. Am I not great? I got him to come out of his shell. Look at that. that look at that. <laughs> oh, that was flawless. that was therapeutic. A beautiful lesson learned, just like an anime. God, yeah. No. You been watching any anime, Kaya? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know the whole... I know how it works, so, Quinton, at this point, we're gonna play the official podcast theme, and we're gonna fight. <laughs> it's the <Okay>. final battle. <laughs> That's it, Charlie. That's, I don't know what you want me to say, if you ask me if I've watched uh, any anime the, lately. Was that the intro? <laughs> yes. No, Wait, this is when, still when the intro, this, yes. Yeah, when does this arc in the anime conclude and we get to, the, like, the meat of it? Yeah, the real podcast. Not just the intro, the fluff. Yeah, goddamn. This filler season fucking sucks. So today I'll be honest, I have no idea what's going on right now. Neither do we, don't worry. Well, Quentin is here. Alright, let's... Yeah, let's open the floodgates then, now that Quentin's here. Quentin, do you agree... Do you agree with the the highest IQ populations in the country that Fallout 76 is a piece of shit? Ooh. Ooh. Uh... I don't play a lot of video games, but I'm sure that... But even you can see that it's a piece of shit, right? I saw a poster once. It looked... Yeah, it's bad, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's not a you good game. You heard it here, folks. Quentin Reviews <laughs> officially saying Fallout 76 is a bad video game. It's bad. Well, he said the poster was bad. Yeah. Oh, all right, fair. fair he said fair. Bethesda fucking sucks. Yes. Sure. I just, I just feel so. You smart. don't, you don't play any video games at all. It's just not something I'm into. I used to play video games when I was a kid, and I was like, I was super bad at it. I have like no hand-eye coordination. So like the right. only games I'm good at playing still are like the Jack and Daxter games because it's just mm. it's random button mashing, Mu- so, muscle memory yeah. from when you were a kid. It just yeah, flows totally. back to you. Yeah. Um, but so other than what, that, huh. it's not my thing. So what does eat up your free time then? What do you normally do? Um, I try and go on a lot of walks. Uh, I work on YouTube videos and I watch movies, I guess. 
Hmm. Okay. I like I like how Andrew, when you said you don't play video games, he's like, well, what the fuck is this? What's left? What do you do with your time? <laughs> I can't imagine a world without my my precious virtual oh. life. Was... Oh, I get it. He means he doesn't play video games that often, so maybe like a couple hours a day. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> Where, now from where do you derive meaning? <laughs> where does your fun come from? If not on the fields of Fortnite. Where do you walk to? GameStop? Or is there another place? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can relate to that, Quentin. I'm also, I also suck at video games, so it's really not something I've ever gotten into past a certain point. Yeah. I don't know. I don't... I, I don't... I feel like... Most of these games today are just too, you know, they're not inclusive enough for people such as myself that just suck at games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, we need to make them easier, goddammit. It's such a I've weird playing, argument. I've been playing a lot of Toon Blast. Does that count? I feel like mm. it doesn't. What is, is Toon Blast? That sounds like a mobile game. It's a mobile game. I actually, I've kind of stopped playing it because it's one of those games where it starts off just like something to do in your free time, but then eventually it gets... Yeah. It gets once you get to like level seven hundred, seven hundred or something, it just starts being Jesus, like systematically impossible to do. <laughs> like, like unless just, you like buy their microtransactions or something wow. along those lines. Yeah, I'm totally. They have microtransactions. Well, out yeah, the what asshole. they do is is you have a limited amount of lives, and then either you wait for you to gain more lives. Or you have to buy, you them. buy them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's the Candy Crush model then. Yeah. yeah. Totally. This game's fucking mm. huge. It's dominating the app store right now. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, Is it a cartoon uh, network Ryan game? Reynolds, no. Ryan Reynolds didn't add for it, so that's what? possibly why. What is with Ryan Reynolds <laughs> infiltrating every part of our culture now? Yeah, really. The man's you know, everywhere. Really he's, he's in every movie, he's in every ad, he's in every fucking talk show and everywhere. Everyone Deadpool. loves him. He's relatable. No, in he a isn't. He's a multi-million. He's a, yeah. He's a multi-millionaire with amazing genetics. He's not relatable to ninety-nine percent of people. That's not <laughs> I don't true. Know, I all could relate. I think all gamers can see a little bit of themselves in Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Sometimes that like a, says a, fuck, and so do I. I remember when I was so goddamn handsome, I had to choose between millions of dollars and a hot wife, and I said, "You know what? I'll take both." Did he have to do that? <laughs> no, he took both. Yeah. He took both. <laughs> I don't think Ryan Reynolds has had to choose anything in the last, like, ten years. He just gets everything. <laughs> he doesn't need to anymore. It's like, Jesus Christ, it's Ryan Reynolds. Ladies, drop your panties and give him all of your Subway sandwiches or wherever the fuck he's at that day. <laughs> well, I think he's cool, so... <laughs> That's my stance on Ryan Reynolds. I think he's at... I mean, that's the problem. We all think he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> we I, I don't want totally. anyone out there to get the wrong impression. I think Ryan Reynolds is super fucking cool. But he, he's also everywhere. All right, calm yeah. down. <laughs> like, if Ryan listening, Reynolds, like... If, if his dick was here right now, you better believe my mouth would be occupied. But let's not let's not get into details here. Quentin, what do you think of Ryan Reynolds? He said he's cool. Yeah, oh, he's good. cool. I, I, I enjoy his performances. Sure. I'm really excited for Detective Pikachu because I was actually mm. excited for that for a while. I was really impressed with the trailer. Yeah, I like that despite the. I like that despite the fact that they've written this Pikachu to be voiced by Ryan Ryan Reynolds. It still, it still sort of gives off the persona of the character that you expect. Like if you mute that mm-hmm. trailer and you just start making Pika noises to yourself whenever that character's mouth opens, it still <laughs> feels like Pikachu. You know what I mean? Is this uh, something you did for authenticity? Yes, absolutely. 
but I just do that with all movie trailers. Actually, it was just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Even if they don't include Pikachu, yeah, every movie you just replace everyone's talking with Pokemon noises. Yeah, that's how it really helps you notice the directing when none of it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the camera angles. Yeah. Appreciate all the cinematography. Sometimes called the famous Hans Zimmer test, where he mutes his music and substitutes Pikachu noises. Sees if the movie still yeah. has the same impact. I'll tell you that Interstellar he's, cut was great. He's got a little MIDI keyboard with the Pikachu noise on it, and he just plays it oh, in different yeah. tones for the background. I think I, that'd be great. I'm just imagining the Crazy Frog song, except it's oh, the yeah. Pika noises. Like that's what I think of when I think Pika songs. So, just like all <laughs> Hans Zimmer's movies with peak, 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 peak. Um. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that'd be. I'd, I'd pay for that. That sounds super cute. Absolutely. That's not that hard to do. You just plug in the instrument and then put a... Uh, I forgot what the fuck they're called. A, uh, well, it's like not a... hard to shitpost it, but it's hard to make an entire movie out of it. Oh, an, like entire, an entire movie. Yeah, I meant, the, I meant the songs. Yeah. If you can so, get yeah, the, the I, MIDI uh, for I, the song, you just plug a sound font into it and you can do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I what think I... Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is cool. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, anyone out there, any intrepid fans who have any music production skill, if you could please send us the Crazy Frog song, but with the uh, the Pikachu noise for all the instruments, every one of them, I, I would actually really like that. You heard us, Hans. <laughs> yeah, Hans, get started. <laughs> he cancels his patronage because we called him out. How much? <laughs> I wonder how much it would yeah, cost he... to hire him for one song. Oh, you, probably, you could, yeah, probably I, half I don't a million. Think he'd be able to. I, I don't think he takes money. It's probably just favors for friends for stake in like the movie's overall budget or something. Oh yeah. Well, that well, that's not a that's not a favor. That's an actual thing that a lot of actors and composers it's a small do. Tactic. Yeah. yeah, true. I read that the guy that wrote Forrest Gump, or maybe it was Forrest Gump. I read like he didn't make any money off of it, or his oh, maybe oh. it was a different yeah, movie. Yeah, wouldn't. But it was like. So, I don't think some that people like who are that. in the business would be stupid enough to take a stake in some of these movies, knowing full well a mm. lot of them are just going to bomb. How many are coming out now? Yeah, that's a good point. It's hard yeah. to tell by this point what movies are going to actually be worth it and what movies aren't, because everything's so Yeah, I thought Venom was absolutely going to flop, but then it turned yeah, out to make, oh. what, $400 million or something in the Ooh. first weekend? Speaking of that, I was just looking this up uh, earlier today. I, I have some terrible news specifically for Charlie. Hmm. Uh, Jurassic hmm. World Fallen Kingdom is now in the top 15 highest grossing movies of all time. Why is, that, why is that, like, devastating me? Jackson's the dinosaur jerk-off enthusiast. I don't care. Because you thought it was a bad movie. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I didn't think oh. it was a good one. I thought it was I thought it average. was a bad movie. There yeah, you Jackson go. hated it more than I did. There, well, fine. This is for yeah. specifically for Jackson. Charlie, please do, please do not be upset by this news at all. Jackson, it, it's up mm-hmm. there. But yeah, It is satisfying uh, when, you, when you're not looking forward to a movie... And then you see it and it sucks, yeah. and then it bombs. Like there's nothing. Oh, yeah. it's really sad. Like that's, solo. That's how I feel oh. about uh, <laughs> to tie it back to games. That's how I feel about Fallout seventy six. It's why I brought it up earlier. I feel so fucking smug and satisfied that it sucks. 
and everyone hates so much shit when we did that E3 episode with your little anti-Bethesda tirade. (laughs) You must feel so vindicated at the moment, I feel so fucking good. Even people have been sending me DMs on Twitter. They're like, I'm a longtime Fallout fan. I love Bethesda games. I have thousands of hours in Skyrim, and I think this game fucking blows. And I'm like, oh, yes. Finally, it just, I feel so fucking powerful. I, I feel like a wizard that can predict the future. You've, I feel so good. You've tasted the it's sweet fruit sure. of vindication. Exactly. <laughs> I've been saying it from the fucking beginning, and it, it just, it finally paid off. And, oh, I, I want to thank my mom and my dad for bringing me here. I just, oh. And Todd Howard. Yeah, and yeah, Todd, Todd for, for making the same game after 15 years. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kid, but that's easy. What you really want is a vindication streak. Did I stop after I shat on Bill Nye and it turned out I was right? No. I went right on to Neil deGrasse Tyson and then Elon Musk. So, Andrew, we need a, what next we need game series is going to be ruined? Oh, shit. Us. Well, the easy answer is Diablo. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, oh, God. Well, what have they been announcing? Doesn't... Oh shit! That's a, that's a hard something one. that hasn't been announced. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. I don't have anything off the top of my head that uh, I think uh, people are gonna hate. That I don't know. I kind. I'm skeptical for Detective Pikachu. If we want to go back to movies and we were talking about it, I think I think it could be very good. But I also am like, kind of, kind of wary about it. So who knows? Mm. It's not a prediction you know at all. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this massive prediction right now and say that the next Marvel movie, The Infinity mm. War Part Two, is gonna suck and leave a lot of people disappointed. Star yeah, my I, prediction. I so like... Star Wars syndrome, then? Maybe. I mean, what were uh, you gonna say, Quinton? Oh, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm really not. I didn't. I liked a lot of Infinity War One. I I thought the ending is a bad precedent, and I was like, eh. It's sort of annoying, and I feel like the sequel definitely isn't going to give people what they want because because it's already such a specific thing where you have to go into like Infinity War one invested invested in so many things, and now like Infinity War two is going to be based off of like, hey, to see this movie you you have to have enjoyed Captain Marvel, you know? I'm sure she's going to be the mm-hmm. reason they win or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. This definitely seems like it's and, leading up to that. Yeah. And, let's, and let's be real. What's What the movie is going to be is it's going to be like this weird alternate timeline or something. Where it's like, this is just my guess. It's just going to be like, what? It, what's what's the world like five years later? And then at the end of the movie, someone's like, I found a time crystal. And now we can time travel back to the first movie. And none of this movie will happen. Like, that's what it's going to be like, I feel like, you know? Let's, and let's you're going to be like, why did easier. I watch this? Let's make it even easier. Someone's going to walk up to Thanos on his big empty planet and he's going to go, hey, where'd you put the Infinity Stones? And it'll be like, oh, over there in the corner. And then he's going to be like, psych! And then use them to go back in time and fix everything. But then they get all fried I up. could see them doing an ending where Thanos, like, just, like I was wrong. I'm going to be really annoyed. We should get off this topic. <laughs> but I'm going to be really annoyed if they try and act like Thanos' plan made sense. Like, it's like five years later, and they were like, there is no poverty on Earth, because he killed half the po-. Like, it worked. That plan made... No, it doesn't. They, no, they should make that fucking movie. The entirety of part two should be Thanos is hailed as a hero and a god throughout the universe, and he just tours around getting blowjobs and kisses. Like, how like how would that make... You know, like... like you know... 
there were countries that were starving because they couldn't they didn't have any food but now that you killed half of everyone uh well there's, there's still no food but you know <laughs> i don't understand how that plan i'm so tired of people telling me that plan makes sense you know who i've not yeah, seen no. anyone say that plan makes sense besides the usual 14 year old edgelords to always walk around yeah. cool you know this typical oh we go we should just kill everyone who doesn't have an iq as high as mine i'm, I'm enlightened i'm 14 i watch rick and morty so you saw the logan paul movie too oh <laughs> that's, shit that's the plot of the thinning the thinning i, I don't know what wait that what is. the logan I paul haven't even red... heard of that the yeah, logan yeah. paul logan youtube paul. red movie you probably remember the trailer because it was like all over youtube and it was like like, how many sites does an octagon have? What causes disease? And then you, no. like, skip the ad. But that was the start of the trailer. And, like, the whole movie is it's, like, it's like a high school. And it's set in a world where if you don't pass this one test, this the United States kills you. you get, like, oh, that's a fast. Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> yeah, right? But imagine seen... the Twilight Zone episode, except it's Logan Paul trying to act. Much better. And failing oh, yeah. miserably. <laughs> it's, I, I, it's a I'll really admit, bad... I've not seen the Logan Paul movie or the Twilight Zone episode, but I have been on atheist forums when I was 15 years old. And <laughs> it's right with people who think that, you know, the, t the just the cliche jokes of, well, you know, I was at Walmart today. I don't know why these people are even allowed to breed or vote. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, Thanos' yeah. problems God. could be solved if literally any economist just sat down with him for half an hour and explained to him how the world works. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I feel like my theory has always been that, you know how in, in like, in sci-fi, every world that's not Earth is, like, super weirdly dull? It's like, this is the ice planet, and they're just moose. Mm. And this is the desert planet, and they're just, <laughs> like, mutated skunks. My theory is that plan works on all of those planets, but not Earth, which is apparently the one planet in the universe that has, like, different kind places on the planet. Like, hey, we have an ice part of the planet and a desert part of the planet. So, like, our issues with poverty are caused by, like, multiple different things, you know? It just that was uh, that was the fucking plot sorry. to a South Park episode. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, just, where they had the, they explained that Earth is a reality show yeah. because it's like there's a planet of moose Canceled. and a planet of black people and a planet of ducks and we put them <laughs> yeah. all on one planet and that's why everything's all fucked <laughs> and fun. Yeah, that's, I mean the thing is that's, that's cool. The, yeah, what really pissed me off in that whole movie is when he brags about it being fair when Thanos is like, "Yes, genocide, but it would be dispassionate <laughs> and fair, random." That's not any better. What if you have, like, a society of 50 nice people and 50 rapists in prison and you snap <laughs> away all the nice people and prison guards? Well, How here's my thing, right? Anyone? I have a question. Is he doing this individually, planet by planet, or is, like, a collective across the universe? Because that is... Like, what if there's a planet of 20 people and a planet of 2,000 people and he accidentally wipes out all 20 of the people just because the coin flip was bad? <laughs> I'm sure yeah, they explain you know that in the movie, but... You know what a lot of people don't even think about that I think would have been an amazing idea? When Thanos snaps the gauntlet, he's chosen he to disappears. die. Yeah, he yeah. disappears. And then it's like, it's over. I mean, like uh, he's dead. Who are you going to yeah. extract revenge on? What do you do? That's it. No more movie. I, I, oh, like, the idea, I like the idea of th this second movie being like like a Thanos jerk obsession where everyone's in love with Thanos but then but then the old good guys the superheroes return and defeat Thanos and then now they're the villains and now everyone hates them I think that'd be a really cool juxtaposition that would be cool where the series ends with everyone just hating the superheroes although I guess that's Civil War in a nutshell everyone everyone already hates the superheroes 
They're the true yeah. minorities. In a way, they are. I think that I I hope this isn't a big precedent in movies. I should say. I mean, I guess it won't be because no one has been able to recreate what Marvel has done successfully. But like, I think comics mm. have been ruined by storylines like Infinity War. You know, where it's mm. like stories so obsessed with the universe that you like can't enjoy standalone work anymore. Like, if something happens to New York and Iron Man, it has to happen in Squirrel Girl. So if you read Squirrel Girl, you have to read Iron Man and Spider-Man. Like, shut up. Yeah, you and know these what I mean? 27 and, Netflix mm-hmm. offshoots. Right. You can't just watch a mummy <laughs> movie. It has to be the dark universe. Right. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because that was so successful. Now, now Quentin, about, about, uh, about Infinity War, though, <laughs> on your hand right now, can you? are you wearing the Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah. Okay, and next to that, do you happen to have a watch? No. Oh, well, I think now's a great time for me to tell you about Movement Watches, then. Mm. Movement is a versatile line of watches, glasses, and other accessories where you can shop right now this holiday season to find the perfect gift. Movement Watches are all about looking good while keeping things simple. They don't tell you how many steps you've taken, blow up your wrist with text messages, any of that. They are classy, elegantly designed and flawless timepieces for any man or woman with a discerning taste. Movement has done all the hard work this holiday season, so you don't have to, and they've made you some awesome gift boxes and packages that you can take advantage of for your Christmas shopping needs. If you need help getting the perfect gift this season, don't dare to start. You can check out Movement and get 15% off with free shipping and returns by going to mvmtmovement.com. Slash official. They're launching new styles all the time. Check them out at mvmt.com slash official. Join the movement. Quentin, we usually have a tradition for movement where we name movie titles for the M, the V, the M, and the T. Would you like to start us out with an M? Okay, um, give me a second. I'm trying to think of a movie that starts with an M. Does anyone have the V? Disney just came out with one, Quentin. I'll give you a hint. Uh. Meh. <laughs> Magic. Mary Poppins. No, no, not the Matrix. Mary Poppins. Yeah. Mary Poppins too. <laughs> Matrix. The Matrix would have been a good one as well. Yeah, both of those would have been good. V is impossible. No, it isn't. Uh, v sauce. V for Vendetta. On YouTube. V for well, we've Vendetta. Done, we've done Vendetta. that like fifty times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, v sauce. The movie on YouTube Red, starring Michael. There you go. That's okay. real. I'm sure well, he good. didn't make a movie, but he made a TV show for YouTube, and I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually sure it's good too. Vsauce is a really good channel. Mm-hmm. Good channel. Yeah. M for Moana, another Disney movie. We've done that too. Matrix. <laughs> We've Matrix done that reloaded. one too. There you go. Perfect. Networks. <laughs> Are you taking T Kai or am I taking T? I don't know. You should. I I helped Quentin. Uh, okay, and then T for uh, Teen Titans. Go to, to the movies. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So that's. I MV. think some. I think some traditions should just die. Yeah. yeah. We can let that I be sh- the last one. We've said every movie known to man. <laughs> uh, but MV. Uh, I just wanted to throw in real yeah. quick. I, I wear my movement watch, and I really enjoy my movement watch. It's a great watch. So that's a personal recommendation from Jackson. The I, watches are great. I have two of them, and I like both of them very much. So I agree. MVMT.com slash official. Do you guys want to just jump onto a different topic? Like, we could just, like, start on that. 
<laughs> like, do we really have to jump right back into back to well, Marvel movies? Well, no, 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 not the movies at all. I was going to bring up the whole extended universe of like comics where everything follows that pattern. Oh yeah, totally. There's okay. that big argument that a lot of people bring up where, um, you know, you're reading Batman and everyone's like, well, why doesn't Superman fly in and just beat up the Joker? It's like, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's more interesting and fun when you keep the world self-contained because, you yeah. know, you don't you don't have all these fucking outer possibilities you have to consider. You don't have these characters you have to think about. You don't have all these plot lines you need to know to catch up. It's like when I when I read a Batman comic. I want, I want to see Batman save the day. I don't want someone to go, well, the Green Lantern could fly in and punch everyone with his but fucking they, but ring. But they do that. They do that with the different timelines, right? There's a whole bunch of different... Yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Universes. I think that's horrible. It makes That's why, like, no one reads comics, because it's like, to read, like, a, a, a Green Lantern comic, I need to know, like, 15 years of timeline bullshit that they've done in that universe. Exactly. And, like, story arcs. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Exactly. But how like do you, you how do you avoid that though without just rehashing the same story over and over again? I mean, there's a, there's what do you mean? they, they need just... to serialize it. They need to keep making making content so well, that they can keep making money. Jackson, no, think no, of it totally this way: you. how are there how are there like thirty James Bond movies, and yet some of them are still good? I mean, it all comes down to the writing. I like obviously yeah. the character themselves has to evolve. Like if you're I'm going to keep using Batman. If you're using Batman, you know, it, it makes sense that, like, oh, okay, he has a son now. Oh, okay, he Robin has become this now and this and that. And that's fine, because obviously the plot of the character and their whole shtick is going to progress and things will happen. But it, it takes away from, like, the magic of the story writing where it's like, oh, but Superman's right down the street. Who cares, Batman? You don't have to try to fight Solomon Grundy. Just call Superman and throw him in space. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. It's that easy. You know, it's it's it, it it feels like once you break down all these barriers, anything can happen, and it takes away yeah, from the, but I mean, the fun of yeah. it. Yeah, it, it, it's almost impossible to not think that when you watch some of these uh, stories, though. Like you watch a Spider-Man movie, or and the fate of the planet is at stake, or at least the city. Some psycho with octopus arms is terrorizing the town. <laughs> it's some weird blind jihadist genius scientist octopus and you're thinking like shouldn't the avengers help this guy out a little bit D doesn't this make the news are they not getting yeah. tony, tony tony wants him to learn his lesson and that's i mean what you're describing <laughs> is part of the problem i mean back before the marvel cinematic universe think about it when you were watching like the san raimi uh spider-man movies you never thought mm. well when's iron man gonna fly in well, why doesn't the Hulk help? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly what you're describing. Yeah. Well, I think my point was more like like what Marvel and DC always end up doing is they have some big comic book event that's like across like th like ten different publications, and it's like you buy one issue, and that mm. leads into a different issue of a different comic, and right. then afterwards, all of the comics become enthralled in this idea that the comic book managers have had, where they're like, what if every comic now is like everyone's reacting to what happened in this comic book event. Yeah. And I, what that does is that takes away from the individual creators because that means that like a comic creator who's doing like their own thing has to now stop their storyline to be like to address like the big and universe then, and then picture. Yeah. I don't think that's a creative uh, decision at all. I'm sure it's just a money decision. Because at the end no, of the no, day, it's totally a money thing. All you want is Marvel just nailed having their own universe just like that other studio tried with the dark universe and failed <laughs> marvel did it and they did it right and, and now you just probably have a couple of suits sitting somewhere in a high-rise 
skyscraper going. What about this rat that you see briefly for two seconds in the Spider-Man movie? Does he have a series on Netflix yet? No? Can we greenlight that? Call call our contact at Netflix. I'm sure we can give that rat yeah. a fucking series. Call call up all <laughs> the comic book artists. We, we need to cross-pollinate here. Tell them all to guest star their characters in each other's comics. Is maybe we can make a Netflix series out of that shit too. Why not Avatar? Go, let's get get Ang, get Ong. I'm sorry, get Ong. <laughs> have him help. The other uh, the other problem with that is that it stifles making new new characters because they know that the old characters are safe and going to generate buzz. It's like nobody gives a flying fuck before the TV series. No one cared about Daredevil. No one cared about Iron Fist. No one gave a fuck about those <laughs> no characters. One about no one cares Fist about Iron Fist yeah. now. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. But but think about it. They go, it, they go oh, has there been a new character at all? No. That's exactly what I'm saying. They they go, this character, people know it. Uh, you know, the, the hardcore comic fans and the people that follow the shit, they know of the character. So we, we reboot it into a quasi-new character, and it's like suddenly everyone cares about Daredevil, but we didn't have to do a fucking thing. Not even that. Can I say, like, my, all the stuff's already written. Not only- my roommate was watching Daredevil the other day, and he was like in the middle of season two, and I watched it, and it was terrible. It, is, oh, it was really bad. And he was like, season really one good. Is, he was like, season one is good, this is uh, bad. It was like, it was huh, a scene yeah. of this guy in a really serious scene, and he was explaining the lore of the show. And it was clearly like some teenage mutant ninja turtle he's bullshit. He's just got a comic book in front of him. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like someone book. was. He's reading it was, a Wikipedia article. <laughs> That's what it felt like. And it felt like he was describing this really campy, stupid lore, but in a really oh. serious way. It was, it was just like the whole episode was dumb. I don't want to spoil it, but I, I don't I was get not it either. It's, that one looks weird. The dare, Daredevil. Uh, people like it so much. I've, I've seen this hallway yeah. fight scene being shared so many times. And I watch yes. it. I mean, the, the and, whole way. Sh- I mean, it was shot in, in one piece. I get that. But I watch it and I'm thinking, wow, I've seen pro wrestling more convincing than this. This is, he's kicking air. Yeah, there's there's so many pro wrestling. I, the, I will spoil one thing in the episode. Like, Daredevil and I guess his crime fighting associate, this girl, they were fighting off the foot or whatever. What? And, uh,. The Foot Clan like, from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> okay, we'll get back to that in a second. I meant the I meant the hand. Uh, oh, they were okay. fighting off the hand. These ninjas, and they were fighting off these ninjas. And then like she like is about to kill one of the ninjas, and Daredevil goes no, and then she stops for some reason. Is like what? And then she gets stabbed. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. It's I've terrible. Ever seen. It was funny. Why did he say no to that? We talked you, about this a million times before, right? Stopped. I stopped. It was what like what? I brought up before, like Punisher is such a far cooler hero than Daredevil because he doesn't just let these psychos roam the streets because of his own moral. Because he's a douchebag, basically, just moral posturing. Like, oh, I'm not. If I kill, if I kill the Joker, <laughs> I'm just as bad as he is. No, dude, he's poisoning a town. Stop it. Kill yeah, him. Exactly. The moral. The more righteousness in these shows honestly does get really grating. I, I'm, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm a big Doctor Who fan. Like, long school, like old school. I know all the old stuff. I love it. And I was watching the new season. And they love doing that moral thing with the Doctor. And the episode was about this scientist who... These scientists, they change the genetics of spiders so they don't stop growing. <laughs> So there's like all these like <laughs> what a pointlessly yeah. so there's like a bunch of like dogs idea. 
<laughs> there's a bunch of dog-sized spiders running around, and one's like, like the size of a minivan. And like, <laughs> and this guy. Then a character shows up who is supposed to be like a Trump parody, and he's like, "I'm gonna shoot him with my gun." And the doctor goes, "No, you can't do that. They're, they're uh, creatures, and they deserve uh, respect." And I was like, "They're, uh, they're uh, literally spiders. I like, like, am I not allowed to kill spiders?" It, it's aggravating <laughs> because not only is it moral and, posturing, but it's immoral. It's immoral not to kill the Joker because he's gonna escape like he does every weekend. And then he's gonna kill more people. How many school buses does he have to derail <laughs> off of a bridge into shark-infested waters Every before you weekend. think maybe the death penalty makes sense here? I, I like I like your choice of words with every weekend. This happens so fucking often that once a week the Batman takes him down and but he breaks down every single prison. Week. Prison, you cuck! You keep putting him into the what was it? The Azkaban prison in his Arkham prison Ar in this little Arkham ghetto Asylum. in the town. Azkaban. He escapes it every single day. Check the doors, maybe change the locks. Well, I was to, watching to, Batman. To be the... fair, sorry, go ahead, Quinn. I was watching Batman the animated series. And they did mm -hmm. a. They tried to explain Arkham Asylum, but they did it in such a way, a bad way that it makes it makes Batman like blatantly a bad figure in Gotham. Because the way they explained it was, they said Arkham Asylum isn't a jail. Anyone that anyone Batman catches can't be put in jail legally, so what? we have to put him in a psych ward you for can't like a month. Be. And I was like, what? The, the, the Batman needs to stop. They just need to get better police. They're not putting people does, in jail. Does Batman's involvement you know I mean? invalidate evidence? Like, oh, I'm sorry, Your Honor, I know we have video <laughs> video of this guy cutting the man's throat, but, you know, Batman caught him. He got arrested by the Batman, so it's it's like, it's yeah, he, not constitutional. If you look in the background, you'll see Batman's car. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. Bruce Wayne's license plate? Your Honor, you have to let my client go. Before, uh, before we... Before we switch gears too much, you brought up the Daredevil Netflix series, and I'd like to one-up you. I think Jessica Jones is perhaps the most insufferable and embarrassing superhero show I've ever seen. I'd like to... I'm putting it in the Discord, Jackson. I'd like you to put it on screen. This is a, a character that was supposed to be taken seriously called The Wizard. And the sh the budget for the oh, show must be so I've fucking low. This. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's supposed to have super speed, but he's like this super chunky guy. And the way they do his super speed is that they slightly speed up the footage a little bit more than usual. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> And what ends up happening is Jessica Jones, like, confronts him. I don't know the context. Probably like, hey, stop being so fat and so fast at the same time or something. So she confronts him. <laughs> Go on a diet or lose your super speed. Yeah, so she goes there one. to his... She goes to his office and he's like, Jesus, it's Jessica Jones. So he starts whizzing around the room embarrassingly. <laughs> and then he throws a tissue box at her and it's slow mm -hmm. motion. And then he eventually runs away. And then he gets hit by, like, some... Like some debris a from bus. a construction site. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's running away and gets hit by some <laughs> falling terrible. debris because he stands still. <laughs> oh no, this is okay. bad. Uh, this is why you yeah. can't be fast bad. and fat because you can't be fast and fat because if you're fat, then you can't really handle running. So you gotta like stop and like <laughs> I'm out of breath. <sighs> Hold on, God. I, I, remember this I highly shit. recommend Jackson. Definitely put the scene on screen because it is the most embarrassing thing, and people defend this as like the yeah. best superhero show. Well, I, I mean, I'm so sure I'm not. Jessica I don't Jones want to fans. attack. I'm sure there are good episodes because the thing is, I the season mm. two of these shows always fail to justify it. I don't want anyone who likes these shows. That's to I mean, true. for anyone oh, who wants so, to see this, point. I was gonna bring this up. Fun trivia, fun trivia. Did you guys know this? Did you know that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was actually originally 
like a parody of Daredevil. I did know mm-hmm. that. Yes, because and that's why, like in Daredevil, that's why I can't watch Daredevil because it's like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So, like in in Daredevil, like they're fighting this shitty rogue ninja clan called the Hand, and in in Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles, they're called the Foot. And in the original Teenage Mutant, yeah. in the original comic. The way they describe the ooze that lands next to the turtles is meant to imply that it's like the same canister of ooze that hits Daredevil in the face. Oh. So it's like Oh, it, yeah, it's it's not even imply it's it's flat out basically spelled out in the uh, artwork cuz they basically just draw Daredevil knocking it over or something or the guy who becomes Daredevil or however they did it. But yeah, yeah, that there's a there's a lot of parallels between Ninja Are Turtles the Ninja and Daredevil. Turtles gigantic pussies who also let everyone go. Actually, I think the Ninja really? Turtles kill people. Oh yeah, kudos! I think so for fun. Well, I mean, it depends. not after I mean, not after the first movie. It actually. depends on where you go. I'm I'm sure in the '80s show mm-hmm. by like episode six, they're fighting with like bubblegum sticks or something. <laughs> oh but... yeah, in the um, in, so that's another fun controversy that I know of off the top of my head. So the first Ninja Turtles movie, the very first one with the big costumes and the dumb suits, mm-hmm. they uh they had all the ninjas fighting and the kung fu and all this shit. Apparently, back then. The parents complained super hard that it was too oh. violent. So now, if you watch the second and third movie, oh, Leonardo yeah. never, ever uses his swords. Ever. He never even takes them out of the sheath. He hits all the ninjas with, like, salamis and shit he finds laying around every <laughs> yeah, single those time. Those swords are antiques from yeah, his family. Yeah, they're Wait, you mean in the, in the That's last the show became... movie? Yeah, what, his family, his turtle family that owned swords before he became a mutant, Jackson? <laughs> I like the idea of, like, the little girl that owned them before they were mutated. Like, they, she has, like, tiny swords and she's giving it to them. She's, like, <laughs> she taping it to their into backs. Back. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, if you uh, if you watch Ninja Turtles 2 and 3, the old ones, I they, they never use... <laughs> well, Dude, I mean, you're I missing out on the kid. Vanilla Ice cameo. Oh, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. I mean, I loved those movies as a kid, but yeah, in the second and third movies, they don't use violent attacks anymore because people complain. They just do stupid, like, children's cartoon, like picking up a bucket and putting on someone's head. See, that's why I I appreciate the the Punisher on Netflix, the only Marvel spinoff that's worth anything. If you skip all the boring parts and just watch the Punisher beat people. Honestly, for season three, you should, they should hire me as a writer of season two, whatever it's on. If I if I had a say in it, the Punisher would just ship all of the bad guys off to the Mexican cartels, let them sort those assholes out. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> I like Luke Cage. <laughs> Quentin clearly didn't like that. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen the show, so maybe that contextually makes sense. <laughs> There's no context. Kaya finds the Mexican cartel brutality yeah. fascinating. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're you're looking for hidden meanings that there's nothing here but that. I just think it, it would oh. be a useful boot camp for the Joker. Oh, okay. Yeah. To, to be fair, Kaya, you brought it up earlier. To be fair, in, in most iterations of Batman now, Arkham Asylum is actually a big, giant, like super prison on yeah, its own work. island, and all this shit. Mm-hmm. It, it, it makes lo- it makes sense in universe, but no, it never works. No, You're try Guantanamo right. Bay, maybe. <laughs> but I mean, uh. can it's almost it almost gets to the point where like, should you blame the characters in universe, or should you blame the nature of a continuous storyline? Where all of these flaws in universe exist entirely because they want to keep telling a story, 
So it's like yeah. it's almost it's almost nitpicky and childlike to be like, well, how come there's a sequel to this movie? That means the characters in the first movie didn't do a good job. You know what I mean? <laughs> Quentin, you uh, <laughs> Quentin, you uh, seem to have the the backlog of dumb trivia like I do. Do you know that Batman used to kill people in the very beginning? Oh yeah, of course. And when they yeah, made the Flashpoint he... Paradox storyline, uh, the that version of the Batman's inspired by the original Batman. Mm. Because he yeah. just like pulls out guns and like shoots people. In I the face. think yep. it's just to uh, to fill Sorry, the audience go. to fill the to fill the audience and you guys in. Back when Batman first came out, like back when the Joker was a brand new thing too, and all this, Batman would he the whole point was he was a detective. That's why they always harp on Detective Comics mm-hmm. and Greatest Detective. So you know he would half the time when he caught the bad guy, he'd pull out a gun and fucking shoot him. And they just die. And he was like, good work, Batman. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But eventually, when they were wait, like, oh, wait, shit. Wait, he would say that. Yes, he yes. Batman would himself. pat himself on the back and fly away. Um, so are you implying that they invented his morality to never killing his villains for the sake of bringing them back for yes. future storylines? Oh, I'm not implying it. That's 100% yes. confirmed. That's it's what I was going to say. It's just... <laughs> Literally, hilarious. the writers set... The writers... No, it's it's confirmed. There's no, like, secret, like, figuring it out. They have literally openly said, yeah, we realized we couldn't sell more comics if we kept killing off the villains, so we had to change laziness. things. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. I mean, yeah. That is laziness. Write cool villains. Yeah, how many? Okay, yeah, after, what, 80 years, keep writing good villains? Come on. I could do it. The oh, do shit. It. Hire me, DC. Funny. I would challenge you, right? You know what? I'm going to challenge you. Charlie, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you. I'm gonna challenge you. Write a full comic, like twenty pages. No, <laughs> oh, I, I, I will bet. You, I will give you five hundred dollars if every day oh, for the year, every day for the next year, you write a twenty-page long story for, for a new villain. Five hundred dollars for three hundred and sixty-five days of hours and hours of work. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> oh, it's hours and hours of work. Doesn't sound that hard, then, does it? Writing a character is what I was saying. I could write some villains left and right. Well, of course, but writing a villain, the kind of a villain is super easy. Kind writing man. a villain is easy, you, but writing a good your villain is Your idea of writing a villain, though, is like a, a yeah. paragraph or two and then some goofy power. <laughs> Charlie, you know what? You know what? I just thought of the villain you thought of. Uh, his name is Spongeman, and he soaks up all the water, <laughs> and he's mad when he gets dried out. You literally thought of that, didn't you? Do you know what's my favorite era of comics? I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the era where... But, like, every comic became obsessed with aliens, so they would do storylines where it was like, who is committing all these crimes? And they're, like, trying to solve the mystery, and then, like, a little green man comes out of a bush and he says, Andrews, hi! I'm an alien from the planet Mars! <laughs> Batman, fight me! I, uh... You know, like, that's a, those are the best comics! Yeah, yeah, but you can't do that. Oh, it's, God. it's like everything, it's a marketing decision. You can't just kill the Joker, because you can't just take down the Joker action toy from the shelves if we're talking about good marketing decisions i have a great marketing decision for you guys okay it's called robin hood which is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks etfs options and cryptos all commission free it's simple and intuitive and it doesn't charge a commission fee for the trade stocks that you invest in i want to keep bringing that up because that is a really big deal other brokerages can charge up to ten dollars for every trade, but Robinhood does not. They also have tutorials that'll help you learn by doing and helping you build your portfolio. They'll help you discover new so- stocks, track your favorites, give you a personalized nude feed, new ah, God, <laughs> personalized news feed, and give you custom notifications for price movements so you will never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners now a free stock 
in Apple, Ford, Sprint, other big companies to help build your portfolio if you sign up at official.robinhood.com. Official goes first this time. They, They flip the script. It's official dot robinhood.com so i just wanted to say uh i've been a big fan of this podcast for a while i i used to mm-hmm. watch you guys a long time ago back when you're doing like the donkey ollie series oh. and that was like my mm. favorite youtube thing and uh i've been watching this for a while and i just want to say how impressed i am that i have not been asked any questions about masturbation we were yeah, getting to come on, dude. we still have like a half you hour got us hey, actually, really? i have a question um do you guys still mm-hmm. tell? Yes, the, we masturbate. Do you guys still tell <laughs> the joke? Wow! To everyone, oh, oh, I wish he wants to hear it. I, he wants oh, to hear he's it. He's done his homework. I, I insist no, you tell me the joke. I will not leave this podcast without being told the joke. Completely forgot you have to tell about me the that. joke. Come on, Qu- Quentin. Me. We can kick you from the server. <laughs> What's the last time? <laughs> you can make your hunger strike all you want. I'm on your side, Quentin. I want. I think the last. I'd, I'd say like David Cross. I think was the last time I said w- it. Was that before or after before. we did it live? Because you did it live at the yeah. at yeah. the Comic Con. Live was the most recent. If we haven't done that's it, that's where on an it was episode. buried. When, when it was done live, that's that's where we left it. <laughs> no, it's yeah. coming back. We're like the comic book writers now. We need we need to bring it back. We're losing our audience. So, so then, Quentin, Quentin, uh-huh. Quentin ask, answer yeah. me this then: Did you like have a whole script prepared? Like, if they ask me about masturbation, I'll say this. No, and no, if they totally. Ask me, tell me like the joke. The last, I'll say this. It's been like the last two months of my life. Me and my friends have been like, when they ask about masturbation, <laughs> what do you say? And we've like, like we have we've pitched around ideas. So. Did you, uh, did you like, in the last, yeah, did you like in the last month do something really interesting masturbation-wise so you'd be prepared for this show? Like, that was his best friend, he's like, that's not good enough, you have to do harder. So if he ever finds out I told you this, he's gonna be pissed, but to be honest, I haven't talked to him in forever, and I don't even know if we're, like, if we're even, like, if if we're even, like, friends anymore, you know? It's something I haven't talked to in forever, but I had this friend, uh, and he fucking hates you guys. <laughs> and he well no wonder you're not friends <laughs> yeah and every time like anytime it would constantly be a thing he brought up where he was like i fucking hate the official podcast i fucking hate him all they do is talk about masturbation and it's like <clears throat> and he told me he told me specifically i can't wait for them to invite me because they're gonna do it and i'm gonna say no and I was like, I don't think they invite people. <laughs> have, have we invited them? I don't what know. A power move. I'm gonna say fucking no. <laughs> I hope it's someone incredibly powerful, like it's George Clooney. <laughs> someone we really want on. Someone we'd love to have on. It's fucking Brandon Bill Gates. Fraser for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone. Someone massively successful and famous, and he just stews on how much he hates this podcast. He's just confiding in Quentin like nightly messages. I've watched another yeah. fucking episode entirely. More masturbation, goddammit. No Quentin's sleep, Quentin sleep deprived at 3 a.m. Just, George, you can't keep doing this, man. You can't keep calling me. I know you don't like masturbation. Just stop listening. So, it's not an option, Quentin. So it is, a, is, it a purple, is it a purposeful motif that your initials are Jack and you're the official podcast? And so you're the Jack official podcast and no. you talk about masturbation? You know, it was a that, happy just, that just yeah, was a complete yeah. accident. Yeah, we were uh, we were sitting in a call just literally shooting the shit about names to go with. And I just randomly came up with the official podcast on the joke that we're the only podcast. 
and everyone <laughs> liked it. And then I think after episode two, people started pointing out, oh yeah, Jack off, Jack official. Oh, we get it. And we were like, oh, sweet. Great. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't notice that at all. It wasn't <laughs> act awesome. yeah, it's, a it's a complete coincidence. Yeah, it was great. It worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I assigned the letters Jack just because it was my my name. And yeah, I thought you're it was cool. Narcissist. But I, didn't, I didn't I didn't put two. Yeah, I didn't put two and two together though, and realized that it was the Jack off until people started pointing it out in the comments. So it was just yeah, a happy accident. That's awesome. Yeah, it worked out great. Mm -hmm. All right, Quentin, I can tell yeah. you're bursting at the seams to tell your Jack off story. So why don't you just just <laughs> get going? <laughs> um, I wasn't Easy actually prepared to, to tell any stories. <laughs> I just thought you would ask. For the stories, and I have a witty response. I don't have any stories. There's gonna be like, a story. In my head, in my, in your... my head, you were gonna go, "How often do you masturbate?" And I was gonna go, "Like not enough." And then, like that's all I was gonna say. Oh. <laughs> like that's all I had. That's like, that's like me, like in the mirror, preparing to ask out a girl. Or I'm gonna say, "You're gonna go out with me?" She's gonna say yes. And I'm be like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, you are." I like that. Not that enough. prep. I do have a question. Do you guys have like a do you guys have like a game plan for when you have like a female YouTuber? We did have a female on Jibby. We did. Um, yeah, did and she you, specifically yeah. asked that we don't ask about. It. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know this. Slash I forgot, yeah. so I asked her and these guys jumped in like they took a bullet for the president, just hustling her away. <laughs> yeah, and, and Kaya got mad at us because he was like, I didn't think you guys would white knight her like that. Yeah. I, he's like, No, it's she's she's at like a guest like anyone else, don't white knight her just because she's a girl and we had to keep trying to explain. No, she specifically told us not to ask her. <laughs> God damn. I didn't know. She no doubt has the horniest fans, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, oh, for anything, sure. It's great marketing for her. But yeah, um, I guess if you're, we we really haven't had a woman on the podcast. We've gotten to ask about their masturbation habits. Now that I think well, about it, Tiana. But I don't remember what she said. She I said like I don't five think words she in the whole episode. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think her answer was like a stifled giggle, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, that doesn't count. Perhaps. Yeah, we haven't had any tricks. Yeah. So we're on. still waiting. If there's any masturbating ladies out there that are huge celebrities. <laughs> there's probably only like a handful of you, I know, but if there's any out there. <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be some. Yeah. It's not for a lack of trying. We have reached out uh, to yeah. girls and stuff. Yeah. And we, we we did schedule a porn star on, but then she cancelled <laughs> on us last minute. Three actually. Yeah. Uh, Three so porn stars? The one yeah, yeah, so the big one that said yes and like uh, set a date and time was Nikki Huntsman. I'll call her out. I'm not afraid of her and her, her white nights. Mm -hmm. Nikki Huntsman said yes to coming on and uh, the, the recording time rolls around and she just doesn't respond to Jackson leaving him on red or whoever was the contact. I think it was Jackson. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, I'm he's our porn star ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> and so she stood us up uh, to go hang out with Chad or something. Uh, I scheduled... <laughs> I scheduled Darcy Dolce, who's also a porn star, as you might guess, since we're talking about porn stars. And she said yes, but she only had like 30 minutes of time for the podcast, which, I mean, that doesn't really lend itself well to a podcast. Yeah. So then I got to be the big man and say no. So that didn't work out. And then Mia Khalifa's agent said yes for her. And he said, I'm going to listen to a few episodes just to get a feel for it and I'll get back to you. And he never did. <laughs> I imagine not. I mean, I like yeah. to, I mean, I just presume it would be like, uh, it would just be like, you know, their answer would be something like, I don't like taking my work home with me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we didn't. We don't even get that much. We usually yeah. get a yes and then stood up like as a joke, and then or a yes and then. Ghosted. I honestly don't know why they have any. Standards. No, I meant like what what the porn stars would respond to if you asked them if they masturbate. Uh yeah. They don't take their work home with them. I actually, uh, I actually had a list of questions prepared for a porn star at one point. <laughs> I think I still have them on a sticky note. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I had, like, a really good set of questions. I did, like, research. Like, when uh, Darcy was scheduled to come on, I started doing research. <laughs> but what about, like, taxes? I, I remember yeah, when we had I that you were shit. audited in 2015. <laughs> I, I remember when we were in that zone where we had the guest and we would, like, get mm-hmm. really nervous and hyped up and be like, oh, we got to make sure it's good and we keep conversation flowing and we need questions. I remember that shit. Yeah. Oh, well, man. I, but I my don't question remember that like, at all. You really? Uh, well, I used to do that. <laughs> I did that too. Yeah. yeah but what I'm getting is that you just didn't do it. Like you just weren't involved. Oh, in the no, I, did. I had the questions. Like my, fr- no, yeah, my so first one. Oh, uh, yeah. My first one to her was going to be about her used or soiled panty selling business yeah. or something that she had going on <laughs> at the, the time. Fuck? <laughs> and then I was going to ask her about RuneScape. I, I had all the questions <laughs> planned out. So, but unfortunately, it never worked. So do do do. Do all of you guys know who I am? Or has it gotten to the point where you don't even figure out who the people you're having on are? No, no. We, we do at least the bare minimum yeah. research. And plus, I think all of us were familiar with your work. Yeah, oh, cool. I mean, we, we'll we we'll be honest about it, though. I, we've had guests where we you know, catch up on them a few days before we do the show. And then we've had guests we definitely know all about. But I'm pretty sure all of us have seen your stuff at one point or another. Yeah, oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. I didn't mean to call you out. No, you're good, man. The only time that's ever really happened is a lot of times, like, if a guest gets super highly requested that we're not familiar with, we'll do our best to schedule them, like, right away, and we might not be overly familiar with what they do. Uh-huh. So then that's when we'll have to do some, like, makeup homework. What's, like, your most exciting episode? Because I, I really liked the Gibby episode. I thought... I'm sorry, that's not This name, one. But, uh, this one right the, now. No, I'm no like, okay. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was good. I, I always say that was one of my favorites mm-hmm. as well. I love that one. What, what, that was what a lot was of fun. it? Noah Monk. The, oh, the right. Gibby one. Oh, okay. Because it, it was just such a, like, an out of... I would have, like, beginning this podcast, I would have never expected that we would have on uh, Gibby from, from iCarly at any <laughs> point. So it was just so out of left field. And then... To top that off, we got to ask him about Dan Schneider and the foot fetish stuff. Yeah. And oh, we yeah. Got to that, make that, that jokes about too. the stuntman. The stuntman that, bit was gold. I love that bit. No, that, that was one so too funny. blew up where fucking like reporters on Dan Schneider's misconduct were <laughs> quoting him in the podcast in their <laughs> articles. That <laughs> oh, shit was God. great. He was super nice. Mm. You feel so we bad. Somehow, yeah. We somehow broke the story, or at least his part of it. I don't know how. I thought it's, that was great. It's kind of weird that, like, if you look at that situation with Dan Schneider, like, and you look at, like, who shows up to, like, Dan Schneider getting an award at, like, Nick or whatever, it's, like, all of his male cast members would show up, and none of the female ones, who, who like, weren't on the shows anymore, you know? So, like, his old female cast members who would quit his shows afterwards, like, they wouldn't show up, but all of his old male cast members would. And you just gotta imagine, like, they weren't in the know. And so you just feel bad that they have, you know, that they're just, yeah. like, connected to those people. It's really shitty. That's the impression I got as well. Just a lot of people had no idea. It kind of soils like a whole generation of like stuff yeah, I grew I up with, like all the sitcoms second. I grew up with on Nick are ruined now. Wait, you don't buy what? Kaya? That hot, people generally in Hollywood don't know about these creeps. It's called an open secret for a oh, reason. I I think... Oh, I had no idea that Harvey was He's doing those things. He's talking about the things. child actors. Yeah. 
He's talking about the actors. Yeah, I mean the, like actors. the child actors. No, I'm sure there yeah. were higher ups at Nick that like totally knew. I mean, there the Nick has like become really infamous for that now. Where like there's so many, so many creators from like when I was a kid have just turned out to be like weirdos. <laughs> you know, like the guy who did that did mm-hmm. Ren and Stimpy. I mean, they fired him to be fair, but like there's like like it seems like people oh, knew God, yeah. that he was like Wait, dating he Jesus. He was dating like oh, six, the Ren and St- he the creator of Ren and Stimpy when he was oh. doing Ren and Stimpy, he was dating like sixteen year old fans. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh man, you're doing him a you're giving him much more credit. Oh, is it much I, worse? I listened to the story. <clears throat> I listened to the story not long ago. There was like a thirteen year old girl or something that wrote into him one time when he was doing the show. And he, like, groomed her to be, like, his bride when she turned 15 or something. Oh, and his like, bride. The, yeah. yeah, like, he would send her, uh, like, goodnight <laughs> packages of Ren and Stimpy gear and stuff. It was weird. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. It was fucking weird. Mm-hmm. I watched a video on it on YouTube when I was tired driving in the car once. And you just have to know someone knew about that shit. You know, that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, God, yeah. No, they yeah, all Yeah, absolutely. Know. How old was he? He was, like... Like, 40 or something. Yeah. Ugh. There was a controversy in the '90s. This is way less bad, but it's kind of it's kind of weird. Jerry Seinfeld, he like he dated like an 18 year old that had like apparently on the it was imagine if you dated so if you went on a second date with someone and they were like by the way last week I turned 18 <laughs> and it was a big <laughs> controversy at the time and they had to def- he had because he was like 40 at the time mm. and that was a big media frenzy. I feel like that's more normalized now. Like, I'm not that weirded yeah. out about that particular one. Oh, yeah, for well, sure. Well, I don't know. I mean, age gap is kind of a weird subject, though, because, you know, it could be more normalized, but at the same time, back in, like, the 50s, you had, like, oh. people where they was like, oh, I'm a 60s billionaire, and this is my 20-year-old wife. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who knows? Well, Who the fuck knows? If she's legal and consenting, do whatever you want. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Sage wisdom. <laughs> Sage wins them. <laughs> All of Hollywood. What disagreed. episode is this? What ep- is this? Like the, the Quentin reviews episode. Oh yeah, the Quentin reviews episode. <laughs> it is one hundred three. One hundred three. Yeah. So let's celebrate by speaking about Blue Apron. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's good Go ahead, that Blue Quentin. Apron is our is our sponsor because this is officially the official podcast Thanksgiving special. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh fuck! Right. You're right. It is. It is. Shit. Blue Apron. Wow. Celebrating Thanksgiving because you need food on Thanksgiving, don't you? Blue Apron can achieve a higher standard of fresh ingredients and recipes for you by supporting sustainable food systems and setting high standards for their ingredients by using a community of home chefs. Blue Apron is a meal prep service that helps you make dinner in as little as 20 minutes. You choose recipes based on your schedule, and you will never need a grocery list again, because you can let Blue Blue Apron... Why can I not speak today? You can let Blue Apron (laughs) do the rest for you. So you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash official. That's blueapron.com slash official to get your first three meals free. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. Uh, let's go through the menu real quick. Happy Thanksgiving. Here's what you could eat. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you can get smoky chicken and sweet potato bake with cheesy cornbread biscuits. A hot Italian sausage pizza. Beef and broccoli cumin spiced sauce. Or you can get home style beef medallions and maple pan sauce or 
hearty vegetable grain bowl with avocado and creamy fig dressing. All of those sound delicious, so head on over to blueapron.com slash official. That's blueapron.com slash official to get your first three meals free. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's why mm, I said thank cool. you. Quentin, do you care about Thanksgiving? Uh, thanks. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but um, <laughs> people who prefer Christmas and Halloween to Thanksgiving, uh, they go to hell. Really? Yeah, You're a fervent a... Thanksgiving fan. No, it's just like a joke, but uh, I have like a Twitter thing where I like to I like to pump up Thanksgiving for no reason. Mm, I like that. Choosing a shit yeah. holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Labor Day's coming up. Jesus Christ, Santa's coming to town. Can oh, someone explain to me, a foreigner, what the purpose behind Thanksgiving is? Who are you giving thanks to and why? Okay, We're so not, like, and there is none. So the idea <laughs> was, the idea was, it, it, I guess it comes from Europe, and it was like what they would do is they it would, does? they would. Well, I mean, the idea of it, not literally it, but it was like they would have feasts and they would get together with all you know their friends and family, and they would just talk about like, I'm thankful to God for this, and then when they came to America, they just like started doing that. Uh early settlers would do that and like the the iconography is them like inviting the native americans in uh right um and so basically they people just like doing this and it wasn't until the civil war that washington for one year made it an official event it wasn't until the civil war that it became an annual thing every year because i guess it would mean more during like the worst war in american history the war where america was literally at war with itself and like more people were dying than ever before it would make more more sense for it to be special for everyone to get together have a feast and be like well i'm grateful for for you know my brother who's not dead yet you know uh so then there's but uh in the modern context there's a lot of westernized customs uh here's an interesting historical mm-hmm. fact it, originally thanksgiving <clears throat> was the final Thursday of the month. But during the Great Depression, the president moved it to the next to final Thursday of the month because he because you know the the economy was trashed and he wanted Christmas season to begin earlier and then it eventually right. became the third Thursday of the month. Uh but but now it's literally just like a reason to go see your family and eat like specific foods. So you know a weird. lot about Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's well, I, yeah, he's done his research. <laughs> yeah. I did a lot of research for these Twitter shit posts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, the I, best I always, I always thought Thanksgiving, and this isn't a joke. This is what I thought in my Australian brain that Thanksgiving was Americans giving thanks to the native, uh, Native Americans for their land, like they were thanking <laughs> them for the land that. That they so generously gave. Thank you for all of your land. Have a drumstick. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the uh, like that's that. the really that's the really fairy tailed dolled up version of it that oh, they tell you when you're a little kid. <laughs> it has well, it's actually, totally uh, like the elementary. In Jackson's school. defense, mm-hmm. up until about ten minutes ago, when Quentin told us the history of Thanksgiving, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. No, I, I wasn't but, making a joke. That's that's literally the like story that they pass around. No, like and in, teach in, in elementary, elementary school. school. Well, that's true. Because in like elementary yeah. school, they want to teach kids. They want kids to like be proud to be Americans. So yeah. they teach them this really like gentrified, happy pop up book version of American history. And, like, that's totally, like, how you learn about Native Americans. You're like, and then Thanksgiving happened, and we were cool. Then you hit the fourth grade, and they're like, let's talk about the word genocide. Have you guys ever talked about Looney Tunes back in action? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one who knows what that is? Uh, no, I know that. Looney, oh. 
Looney Tunes back in action. I watched that so many times when I was a kid. Because here's how it would work. My dad, my parents, like, like you know, we weren't, like, rich. So we couldn't buy DVDs. Instead, we would go to, like, Blockbuster and rent something. Uh, and the reason Looney Tunes back in action became one of my most watched movies is for some reason that was one of the only DVDs, like, we got from Blockbuster where they didn't put any coding on it. So you could just copy it to a VHS. Because, you know, old DVDs used to have that thing where you try and copy into a VHS and the video would get messed up because they, like, tried to stop mm-hmm. you from doing that. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Looney Tunes Back in Action wasn't like that. So I just had this VHS tape of, like, it starts on the DVD screen of Looney Tunes Back in Action. And then, like, <laughs> someone flips through it and selects play movie. And that movie is, it's probably bad, but I, I like, I watched it so often. It's, like, it's Brendan Fraser. And he's playing, he's a stuntman for Brendan Fraser. He's playing a character that is a stunt double for Brendan Fraser in the Mummy movies. And he exists in some sort of Roger Rabbit universe <laughs> where where all the cartoons mm-hmm. are also actors. And it's it was really way too hard to comprehend as a child because I think the joke is that there's actual bits where like Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny are like, they're like friends in real life, which is way too high of a concept for a kid. Uh, <laughs> they're all actors. Yeah. And like it gets really, it gets really dumb. Was that, was that the one with the big water tower on the cover? Maybe. It's, no, two frames. No, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I think. the the cover is Brendan Fraser, the woman, Daffy, and Bugs all looking like. I swear, there was a think. water tower segment in that movie. There was a water tower segment wrong. where Daffy steals the Batmobile and knocks over the water tower. I but yeah, I believe that's it. I think I remember this now. Yeah, that's uh, a movie. From what I remember. <laughs> Just the water tower. This is a very bizarre movie I wanted to bring up. I'm sorry about that. My phone went off. Yeah, just that scene is good. Just that scene, Jackson, from what you remember. <laughs> I think it's an underrated movie. I, def- I saw it when it came out, and I, I remember I was like, it's not great, but it's not bad. That's how it's I fine. feel about... Um, there were so many movies from, from when I was young that are that are like that. I mean, I'm sure there's movies like that now for kids, but probably all the Ice Age movies after 3 just exist, you know? And then... Uh, over the hedge do you guys do any of you guys remember that oh yes <laughs> like over the hedge was a movie that like blew my mind as a kid and then it didn't exist after i saw it you know what i mean why did mm-hmm. it blow your mind i thought it was awful even as a kid it really grated on me there was this scene in the movie where they steal a truck and they drive it <laughs> up to a house and they like i don't know they drive the truck up to a barn or something and like the car, the truck flips over and crash lands into the top of the house upside down, and uh, like it was the most incredible thing I'd ever seen. Uh, but the movie probably is not that memorable. It certainly isn't. I know I saw it, but I can't remember anything about it. The only other movie that is as forgettable as that movie is to me is Monsters University. I know for a fact I saw it in theaters, but I don't remember a single scene. Dream- I'm, I'm laughing because uh, we, he and I talked about this yesterday. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember? You even forgot about that conversation because it was so forgettable. (laughs) (laughs) Pixar movies, honestly, like, I'm kind of, like, disappointed in them because they used to have some magic to them. And now it seems like there's a good five or six of them where they don't feel justified, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know why there's a Cars 2. I don't know why there's a Cars 3. They didn't have an idea for Cars 2 and 3. They were told to make it Cars 2 and 3. And I'm sure the... uh... Go on. Go ahead. 
I'm God sure the, damn it, we can't keep doing this dance, Quentin. <laughs> I'm sure the Incredibles I, I was gonna 2 just follow. was good, but I... <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> that was a throwback oh, to when we were having this problem and just didn't know how to solve it. Even without guests. Yeah, I we, see. This we used got to be better about episode. it, but here it is. I'll just assert dominance and talk over both of you. Quentin, I think that's partly because the cost <laughs> of it has come down with technology, so now... It doesn't take 20 hours anymore to render one frame. So why not crank out a bunch of uh-huh. 3D movies? I think it's partially like the Disney, like, you know, I, there was like a specific thing where Disney and Pixar hated each other for a while. And when they got back together, they made a deal. And Disney was like, you have to make sequels for these three Pixar movies. And I feel like that's when things started to go awry. I, I didn't see The Incredibles 2 because I didn't feel like they had... Like, I didn't feel like that was justified as a sequel, you know what I mean? Like, I feel, you know, and that's how I feel about Monsters, Inc. Is, like, those are both movies where you could do a really cool, unique idea for a sequel that I'd want to see. And then Monsters, Monsters, Inc., the prequel, looked terrible. And then The Incredibles 2, mm-hmm. it looked like it wasn't a good idea for a sequel. It looks like they were like, here's more of that. There's a difference, you know what I mean? I feel you. I was just going to ask what you think about Toy Story 4 on that, piggybacking off of that. Um. Uh, so first of all, I hate this movie trend where they're putting out trailers <laughs> for trailers for previews oh, for yeah. trailers. Just mm-hmm. when you have scenes oh, yeah. for the movie, make a trailer. Otherwise, do not release something called trailer. <laughs> well, they got to get it out earlier and earlier, man. They got to yeah. get ahead of everything. Get that hyper rolling. Part of me thinks yeah. it's gonna soil it because I think that those three movies are. That's one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Part of me thinks there's nothing harmful about them making just another story, side story where you get to see these characters again in action. Uh, it'll be cool. I'm, I think everyone knows it's supposed to be like a Bo Peep movie. You know what I mean? So it'll be cool seeing them address that. Uh, I mean, it's just hard to have a huge, harsh judgment on that when all we have is the title and Key and Peele jumping, ad- jumping around as stuffed animals. Was it Key and Peele? feel like it was yeah it was key and peel in the in the reaction they i mean that was one that i saw that i pointed out so toy story the toy story 4 trailer got blown the fuck out by the detective pikachu trailer completely (laughs) stole their thunder so when they put out the key and peel follow-up trailer they had to make sure to put reaction video in the title to try to get more views (laughs) yeah it was very sad that's uh, but yeah, because P- Detective Pikachu came out the same day and just absolutely stole all their. Not views. to mention, the same day Stan Lee kicked the bucket, so they also lost a bunch of clicks to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Toy Story was really third on the list yeah. of oh, yeah. things people would want to click that day. Mm-hmm. I hope. Uh, I hope that because of all this, somehow the movie's bad now. Like it would have been good, but because of this, <laughs> yeah, this chain of events, now it's a piece of shit. Yeah, they were like, uh, more Kim Peel scenes. Stan Lee had the yeah. last copy of the oh, movie. Fuck. I like Kim Peel. I'm just that trailer was bad. <laughs> Stan Lee was copied. With Wasn't a good that? Isn't that a yeah. trivia where <laughs> now they, now they have to remove point, him? Somebody accidentally deleted Toy Story, but one woman who worked there had a copy at her house. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That actually yeah. happened. Yeah. How do you delete oh a whole movie? Yeah. With diligence. Man, That's this, like some shit I would do. Persistent stupidity. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety eight. Shit wasn't as uh as fail safe as it is today. If you drop a you would drop above. a floppy disk and like that would be like your movie. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you think there that was they no, would have there was no cloud or extensive backups. <laughs> Weird. Alright. I think we should wrap up. Yeah. 
You would, yeah, you would have thought that they would have multiple backups, though, especially for a big commercial product like that. But yeah, true. We can wrap up. I'm not ready to wrap up. There's something I wanted to talk about, boys, and I want Quentin to be here for it. I want him to sit right there, okay. and I want him to give me his opinion okay. on it. J.K. Rowling fucking sucks yeah. as a writer. J.K. Yeah? Rowling, I really don't like her. I feel like in interviews she comes across like an idiot, and people on both sides of the political spectrum are like really annoyed mm. with her because. She's con- she's a she's constantly rewriting her own works to more easily appeal to her yeah. liberal agenda, and b she's really terrible at writing to a liberal agenda. So she pisses off people who are for, for who are against the liberal agenda, and she pisses off people who are for it because she's not good at it. So like she has so <laughs> mm-hmm. like if you if you're against the liberal agenda, which I'm not obviously, then you're you're like annoyed about her retroactively changing her characters. But if you're for the liberal agenda, you're pissed off that, like, there are two Asian characters in the entire Harry Potter franchise, and they're both fucking terrible. <laughs> and one of them's a snake, you know? Uh, like, Jake, what? Like, honestly, as a, as a, as a kid, I, I only liked the first three books. I thought the, thought the fourth one was okay. I thought the rest of them were just filler and boring. And, and I think a lot of it's... I revisit it and it's not aged well. There's like a scene where like someone tries to date rape Ron and it's really comedic and it's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> Jake, like I just don't, I don't like her work. Did you ask about this because the tweet I did? Did you see that? No, well, a, a little from column A, a little from column B. I just saw the Fantastic <laughs> Beast movie and it is the biggest fucking abortion of awful narrative <laughs> I've ever seen oh, on the I, screen. It is so bad. I, I, I was telling Andrew about it. I was We were going to lunch yesterday. Oh. And it was like a 25, 30 minute drive. And I don't think a minute went by where I wasn't pointing out another huge fucking <laughs> yeah. plot hole or yeah. ridiculous plot development in that goddamn movie. I saw the first, I, 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 I saw the first Fantastic I, I, Beasts. And first of all, worst 3D effects I've ever seen in a movie. It like hurt my eyes how bad it was. Because it was like there was a layer for the stuff that wasn't special effects. And there was a layer for the stuff that was special effects. So like anytime there was any CGI in the movie, it was like a different layer of your vision. Like it popped out that like it was like a different piece of paper holding held in front of the the screen. It was terrible. Second of all, everything was really on the nose and really obnoxious. Her understanding of American politics was sort of limited and insulting. Third of all, and this is gonna piss people off, but the main characters clearly like they I think originally Matt Smith was supposed to play the original main character and he like dropped out. I read that he is clearly like. A, a bootleg of the Eleventh Doctor. It, he they dress him up like him. He speaks with like the Eleventh Doctor's speech patterns, and like they gave him the Eleventh Doctor's hairstyle pretty close. It's like really sad, honestly, seeing like this actor be dressed up like Matt Smith and be like it coached to talk like Matt Smith. Like I thought that was really funny. Like the movie, there were a couple cute things. I did like the the villain sort of character. I thought that was sort of a neat concept, but it was, it was a very underwhelming movie. And it was also one of those movies that was trying to set up some cinematic universe. Uh, yeah, there's supposed to be five in this series. Of five. Movies. I actually, uh, I, I'm going to have to disagree. I, yeah, I actually liked the first fantastic beast, not as any like powerful movie or anything, but I enjoyed it as an entertaining movie. Fantastic beast. The new one is so laughably bad. Uh, have you seen it yet, Quentin? You know, you said the first I'm one. I'm not planning on seeing it. I'm waiting for... I have, like, a friend who's going to do a video on it. I'm waiting for them to uh, cover it. Okay, well, 
I, I hope you don't... Do you, would you mind if I talked about it a you little can, bit? I'm not going to be spoiled. You can do that. Hey, guys. It's Jackson here. I'm just sliding this little voiceover into the podcast after the fact, after we've recorded this. I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, there's going to be spoilers for Fantastic Beasts 2 after this, after this point in about 10 seconds. So if you don't want to get spoiled, this is pretty much the end of the podcast. So the rest of this podcast goes pretty heavily into spoilers for Fantastic Beasts 2. Thanks. Bye-bye. Love you. Okay, great. Okay. I, I, I think you boys are going to find this fascinating. Andrew certainly did. Mm-hmm. The movie, things happen just to happen. Like, J.K. Rowling forgot, like, half of the wizarding world lore that she's already established. <laughs> so she's, like, retconning shit by accident. Like, uh, it, it's hard to explain. And all of the wizards in these movies are 10,000 times more powerful than the modern wizards. So I guess everything they knew, they just fucking pissed on yeah. and didn't teach that's, anyone else. Because the they all Star blow Wars everyone effect. else. You know, the prequels are like that. Oh, God, yeah. But th- this is so much worse because even, like, a, a five-year-old wizard in the Fantastic Beast universe could easily kill Voldemort. <laughs> they know such an unbelievable amount of insane spells. It's laughable. How much when you earlier is Maybe it's like Maybe uh, it's like the- British schools are just bad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's fucking gross. And it's, it's uh, I think it's 70 or 60 years earlier, excuse me, because it... One of the big things that the movie hypes up is that Adolf Hitler is going to play a role in this Fuck universe. Off. Oh no! It's fucking oh, yeah. off. You're kidding me. Wizard Adolf. Like literal Adolf Hitler. That was Hitler. the thing that sold me on the movie. Yeah, no, no. It's not like a character is supposed to represent Hitler. It's a one of the main motivations is, <laughs> is Hitler. Wait, so Hitler is a wizard in this universe? Mm-hmm. No, Hitler wasn't revealed yet. They haven't done like the smash direct reveal of Wizard Hitler or anything. But they show Hitler. They show Hitler's work, and he's like the final boss of the Fantastic Beast. <laughs> I cast oh, no. Zyklon B. Stop! Oh, yeah. Someone yeah. take away her typewriter. She's not good. She's. This is one of it, the uh, things he mentioned to me that made me actually want to watch it. She forgets things she herself uh, wrote to score points. Like, like you said, Quentin. Both sides hate this woman, and I'm fairly certain that people in the center also hate her. Because she'll do shit like go on Twitter and say, I never said Hermione, Hermione or whatever the girl's name is. I never said she wasn't <laughs> black. <laughs> oh, and you. And then somebody literally 20 seconds later will post a uh, photo of her own book and go, yes, you did. It's right here. It's in the second book. You, you said she had fair white skin or something along those lines. Like, You're yeah. such a fucking idiot. You wrote this. Uh, um, it, it, that's... That's the tip of the iceberg, Kai. I, there's so much more in that movie. There's a, a major plot point is uh, some babies get swapped, and then it turns out they're on the Titanic. So the babies get swapped on the Titanic, what is and the this? Titanic sinks. Is this a sitcom? And one of the babies dies. What? It's literally like it's it's literally written by like a fanfic because the main character is like a mysterious self-insert kid who wants to find himself. It's so it's so bad. There's a there's a self sacrifice from a very uh, I'll put quotes important <laughs> character, and they self sacrifice themselves to knock over a skull on a table. <laughs> that was the, they killed themselves to knock something over that didn't do anything. It literally knocked it over. They died, and then things progressed as they were. Oh my god, I could go on and on. There's a at the end of the first Fantastic Beast, Quentin. You'll remember uh, Jacob. Jacob, I believe gets his memories wiped. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Well, at the start of this one, he comes back and says, uh, Newt goes, hey, Jacob, I thought your memories were wiped. He says, no. 
and that's it. His memories <laughs> weren't just wiped. didn't work. There's no. You know, he just says it, it, it. He just says memories weren't wiped. You're wrong. Yeah, it was just regular that's rain. It, they messed it up. It was just raining already, and they just forgot to cast the spell. Oh my god! It was, is it he, was is so he lying? Maybe or does he? Yeah, he's lying. He yeah, his memories actually got wiped, and he's oh, like, didn't, he's just didn't lying. They hint? It's, no, like, he's, it's he, like when some guy from like, high school stops you, and you're like, hey. Do you forget me? And you're like, no, nah, you, man, I remember you. I but gotta they go. Did the, they <laughs> did a Magneto on you because at the end of the first one, I remember he looks at that woman that he loves and he like smiles at her or something. Remember? And you're, you're supposed mm, to get the yeah, hints that but, he didn't lose all of his memory or something. Just like at the end of X-Men where Magneto topples that little chess piece and you get, oh, wait a minute. He still has his powers. He's going to make a comeback. It, oh, it's a, I see. See, like, that would make a little bit of sense since it was set up that way, but quite literally, they reintroduced him by asking, I thought your memories were wiped, and he says <laughs> no. <laughs> they didn't go that extra step of being like, you remember when we yeah, kind of hinting at this? That must have been J.K. No. Rowling <laughs> just happen. replying to somebody in a DM, like, but J.K., I thought this character had his memory wiped, and she's like, no. <laughs> and also, no. the yeah. snake is Asian. Oh, God. They... Applaud me. <laughs> There's... There was also, the movie continuously reintroduced new characters, even up until the end, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> like, for instance, like, right before the final climactic showdown, they introduced an immortal alchemist who just happened to have a safe house that they're taking Jesus. refuge in. And he comes out of nowhere <laughs> and casts, like, this world-altering spell that all 9,000 of these wizards all of a sudden <laughs> know. And then there's, like, another ancient alchemist that has these spirit cats. And the whole movie's about finding this kid's identity and it's supposed to be like this big adventure to find it and what they end up doing like the way they decide to find his identity is they say how about we check the records downstairs Wait, wasn't that the plot of the just check the folder with his name wasn't on that it the plot <laughs> of the first one where <laughs> they literally what they did. had some sort of an orphan that they're trying to identify yeah he's he, that's still the plot point here but then they finally decide how about we check the records which leads them to where they find the it identity. sounds like a transformers movie or where like they, they had toys of these characters and they were just like well, we gotta write them uh, in so let's write like 15 characters it's fucking it's fucking worse this is like some my immortal <laughs> fan fiction shit because another big plot point is uh newt and his love interest tina uh, they're at odds because Tina read a fake news article where it said Newt was getting married. <laughs> and instead of telling Tina that he's not actually getting married to anyone, he just says, you don't understand. It's not, it's not what you think. You oh don't, you don't God, get the circumstances. Trope. So then it's, yeah. So then it's this back and forth of they hate each other, but all Newt has to say is, you know, that article's fake, right? I'm not getting married, <laughs> which he does right before the end of the movie. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm not getting married, but all throughout the movie he's just dancing around it like you you, you, you just don't I understand I hear Johnny Depp oh, I, I hear it. Johnny Depp gave such oh. like a saltine cracker not trying performance you know Johnny, it's like everyone of these performances yeah. now I honestly think his was kind of cool just because I liked his get up and his magic but yeah, I don't think he really put his heart and soul into this fucking character or anything god that movie I, I, that's still only the tip man. you sold it so I really want to watch this now <laughs> I kind of want to it's see it yeah. the, the, the the thing is, it's not, like, so bad it's good, like, Predator, where, like, the main plot point was they want to give autism to aliens or whatever. This is a, a plot that's so bad that it makes so you it's upset. So it's so bad that it's bad. <laughs> Until, yeah, it's just so bad it's bad, it's lazy, it's insulting, because you have the Wizarding World, and I fucking love the Harry Potter universe, and, like I said, I like Fantastic Beast. and this, I don't even know what the fuck happened. J.K. Rowling just dropped trousers and planted her dusty cooter on a papyrus <laughs> and peed all over it. 
and it's just gross. It's a gross outcome. Fuck, man. I, I want to see this Makes movie because I have to see like the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe after the credit scene introduction of Wizard Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I really... I, I'm going to make a prediction. You guys were asking for predictions from Andrew on Bethesda eating more shit. That's easy. I'll make a bolder prediction. I think when they do introdu- introduce Adolf Hitler... He'll turn out to be like the the father of Tom Riddle, Voldemort, and the main bad boss of Fantastic Beasts will be stopping World War II and killing Wizard. And he's Hitler. gonna look like you know, Crow. That's my prediction. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Do they do and any... yet knowing J.K. Rowling, yeah. I feel like that's actually gonna happen. It makes more sense yeah, than that play I, I she had safe. done. Oh, the blood what child the or whatever. So I have to ask, and I'm sh- I'm sure this doesn't. I'm sure this might be a no. But do they have any on the nose? like setups for the rest of the Harry Potter series, you know, where they introduce something like the only the only thing I'd say is really on the nose is they they show Dumbledore's gayness. They show him the reason I'll go ahead and spoil this, he's not allowed to fight the main bad guy because he's in oh, love yeah. with him. And uh so they show that that's kind what of like mean? an on the nose thing. Cool. What do you mean not allowed? They they fell in love and they made a blood pact with each other in the form of like a ring. <laughs> so they I can't thought you fight meant each just other. like he didn't want to fight him, but <laughs> yeah, he actually no, cannot physically fight him. Oh my god! Yeah, so uh, to, I'm gonna spoil the end of the movie. He gets the ring off of the the main bad guy, and he's like, "Dumbledore, do you recognize this?" He's like, "Yeah, I think I recognize that. Can you destroy it? I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. Oh man, it's 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 a stinker. It's a real fucking stinker from a plot perspective. But can't can't oh, wait for part Lord. three because it's one of those series that's just gonna keep selling well, just because they have like a whole generation mm. of people oh, hooked yeah. on that. So wait, are you telling me that Dumbledore could just act as a meat shield, just stand in front of all the other vulnerable people, and if Grumble Walt or whatever his name is cast a spell, it would just bounce off of Dumbledore? Well, the thing is, Kaya, J.K. Rowling has outsmarted you there. She <laughs> is using a vessel to fight Dumbledore. <laughs> and, oh. Dumbledore and Dumbledore is using Newt to fight the other guy. Oh, so they're okay. using proxies that are also having their own fanfic troubles. <laughs> Jesus. So, right. so, so where would you like to see this universe go, Charlie? Write the next movie. Honestly, I... I want her to double down. I want the next movie to take place on the shores of Normandy <laughs> with Newt Scamander uh, and the whole fucking lot of new cr- the new characters they introduce that serve no purpose, like the fucking alchemist. I want his dusty ass storming the beaches, and I want them casting some Espeliamis on the Nazis until they get to Wizard Hitler's lair. <laughs> I want some Wolfenstein Harry Potter style <laughs> shit. What do you think they'll call it? Fantastic Beasts? Three World War Two, some shit like that. Like mm-hmm. go the Call of Duty uh, route. Well, it'll. I, I honestly couldn't. Modern wizardry. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Crimes of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> the true story of the fall of Berlin's Wall. God. It's it's truly such a masterful, disgusting plot. I couldn't have shoehorned in any more stupid shit if I tried. So do you th- maybe by the t- over so maybe by the time shit. the fifth movie comes out, she'll be revered as a genius by you for all of this. Like it all just works by the fifth movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right yeah. Now, it, it culminates into an amazing climax that blows everyone the fuck away. Yeah, like yeah. a brilliant wizard so opera. We- Charlie's like, like, now it makes sense. Charlie's moved to tears in the theater and audibly starts clapping (laughs) when it ends.
<laughs> Take <Yeah>. that, Hitler. <laughs> I follow J.K. Rowling on Twitter and give her a standing up. Just all apologies every day. That'd be great. Uh, if she can somehow salvage this completely fucking dumpster fire dog shit that she's done with this, <laughs> I would be absolutely blown away. She turns Hitler Even into Harry... Harry Potter somehow. Like, <laughs> he's the son of Harry Potter. Uh, he's the son of Hitler. Or the grandson of Hitler. I bet you know. Scamander's gonna end up, like, smuggling Jews out of conccentration camps. No, I honestly... Like, I think... I genuinely think everything that you know... He's gonna be Schindler. Know, well, everything you know in World War II, it, it seems to, like, want to play a role in this universe, because she goes right on your nose to throw that in your face as, like, the main reveal. So I really do think a lot of things from, like, World War II history... She's She hasn't had enough of retconning her own lore. She's gonna retcon real <laughs> history now. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is how it makes it really sense. actually yeah me and my magic saved the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> harry potter was the one that stopped you see everything. that's exactly what i mean because that's it's, so her in that if she if she yeah, introduced a plot point where like her wizarding characters like were saving people in world war ii that is a perfect example of something where it would piss off like the progressive people for sure and it would piss off you know whatever the other people who are like, don't try and put mm-hmm. that in my movies, <laughs> you know? Because because retconning history like that is is pretty pretty stupid. I th- oh, it's beyond stupid. Like it's not even in like a, a so far. It's not even in a cool. Like, what way. does it accomplish for her? It's, you know, like what is it? What it like? What does that give her? I don't know that her characters are now involved. You in know that? what? I honestly believe a lot of it is. I think she was sitting down and just her aging bones and mind just were struggling to come up with a compelling villain. <laughs> So literally, she sat down and went, well, who do people think is evil? <laughs> oh, I know, Hitler. <laughs> and I, I, I honestly believe on some level, she just Eureka went, moment. she just went, I need a villain that everyone will instantly, it's like Voldemort. In the Harry Potter universe, everyone is like, Voldemort's an evil motherfucker. Like, you don't even, mm-hmm. he's so evil, you don't even say his name. He's that fucking dastardly. So now she's going back in time and she's like struggling. The, the Alzheimer's <laughs> is kicking in. She just can't come up with a villain. So she goes, who does everyone think? Think is evil Hitler, you know what? and, and that's right, it. Because she, the the gears in her mind would have been going if there was someone truly evil, mm-hmm. the main antagonist of this five five movie arc, then surely they would have heard about him in in the new franchise. Exactly, and it would have been a recurring theme. So I need someone someone actually real. Yeah, <laughs> I need I need yeah, a villain. Too. I, I mean, yeah. isn't well, actually this... Jackson? Mm. Uh, Do they yeah, ever talk me. about Grendel? Yeah, Grendel Heimerwald in the seventh uh, and eighth yeah. movie, right? Yeah, he he plays really? a role with the the master one. He plays a role there. That's, and I, that's guessing... at least something. But does it come up as like, hey, Dumbledore, but whatever happened to your gay lover that terrorized the planet for a sure. while there? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it is referenced that, yeah, a little bit. Two. That it, that actually is referenced as well. She covered her bases there, that's and good. I think the way I think the way that Grindel Grundy Solomon Grundy, I think the way he gets his master wand is from Hitler. Would be my <laughs> guess. Like Hitler was controlling <laughs> oh, the Nazis with a master wand or something. Skull. The master wand is like a like a Wolfenstein kind of invention. Is that what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it has a little SS skull on it. It says yeah, "Gott mit uns." It's something. It's something ridiculous like that. I think is how she's tying it in. But she's not afraid to openly retcon lore. At the end of the movie, there's a big reveal that's supposed to really catch you off guard, and it contradicts everything she's already established about Dumbledore. About we'll just spoil it at yeah, this just, point. Just put Spoiler up a time alert. code on us. screen that oh, just okay. says when you're done talking about this. Yeah. Okay, so it turns out the kid, he goes through like nine different identity changes. Like, you're definitely 
uh, Corvus Lestrange, the baby that survived the Titanic. <laughs> so he, he takes that role on for a little while. Uh, then once it's revealed that, no, he's not Corvus Lestrange from the Titanic. He's somebody else, but they don't say who because then uh, Grindel makes a, a blue fire and everyone's in awe. But then the bad guy reveals to Credence, or Corvus, whatever you're going to call him at this point, reveals that he's Aurelius Dumbledore, which is the the brother of Albus Dumbledore, the Dumbledore we all know, which is a direct contradiction to the established Dumbledore <laughs> lore that J.K. Rowling has set up, because Dumbledore d- did not have an, a, a brother like that. It's, it's not there. It, she's gone very deep into Dumbledore's lore. Well, not very deep, but deep enough to establish these wait, things. Wait, wait, wait hold on, hold on a goddamn minute. I thought, this I thought was Dumbledore the big, did have a brother. This was... He did, he did, but not Aurelius Dumbledore okay. and not a brother that he was fighting at odds to save New York City. Okay. <laughs> this is the big twist that I've seen everyone posting about. This is yeah. the big twist that I've seen in reviews, like the biggest twist in Harry Potter history. Some like yeah. some like EastEnders bullshit. It's it's not even cool. It's not like a big reveal. Oh, I didn't think it was cool at all. The way he reveals it is he's like so you really want to know who you are? I've known from the beginning, and now I'll finally tell you at the end of the movie. You're a rel- or, um, No, he's not. That's not what he says. He's a. Uh, uh, you're confused about who you are. I understand. I'm going to give you the name, your birth name, your birthright, Aurelius Dumbledore. And then he looks at him slowly, and then he shoots a fireball at a mountain. Why? <laughs> <laughs> At, at this point, I half expect you to tell us that you know, King Kong was off in the distance <laughs> fighting planes or something. Just anything old school oh, in this King movie. King Kong with a wand. He's got a giant <laughs> Throwing meteors. He's got the cloak of invisibility. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool and terrifying. Uh, it's, Entire it's quadrants of the city just get flattened, but you don't see anything. <laughs> Think of it this way, Charlie. You've clearly wist- witnessed... A historically terrifying movie. You're going to be telling your grandkids about this. Oh. And then they're going to be like, did you also see Suicide Squad? And you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I sure did. Tell us, Grandpa, yeah. the I bad s- movies. <laughs> Please, more milk and more bad movies. Come on. Like, like, instead of war stories, like our generation just tells our grandkids about bad movies that they could also choose to watch. Yeah, J.K. Rowling's Hard Fall from Grace. Dementia. <laughs> takes its toll on a good writer i love it i fucking love the wizarding world i don't know what happened i truly never i know she's always been like retroactively changing lore but i never expected her to just double down on lunacy and turn it into like fast and furious magic edition (laughs) (laughs) i love to see win diesel yeah I mean, I'm sure you will at some point. It's going all over the place. This has been a huge, long episode now. Cause I, yeah. He's going to be Anthony you, Dumbledore. I say, thank you guys so much for having me on. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm disappointed I didn't get to hear the boardwalk Tell him the joke. fucking joke, Charlie. Yeah, Come on, t- he's been okay, two yeah, hours. Charlie. He deserves it. He, he, I'm, I'm sorry, Quentin. Yeah, three minutes, he, do it. You, you must not be Come following on. J.K. Rowling's Twitter. She says that the joke, it's been, it's been buried. Just tell it. It's okay. we, How are well, you being well, this much of a pussy about it, dude? Yeah, Come on. <laughs> yeah, Just tell the joke. Oh, my lord. Well, Quentin, I, I'm sure you're familiar with Florida roads by this point in the podcast now. It's, uh, there's this little road known as I-4. It's, I mean, it's not a little road. It's a long road. And long time ago, Quentin, in a time before <laughs> magic, I was driving down this road with my girlfriend... <laughs> 
And uh, just such an innocent little sign off the side of the road happened to catch my eye. And with a flick of my wand and the quick-wittedness of my mind, I said... Right, well, the name of this joint, I, I feel I should mention, was, <laughs> was Boardwalk Burgers, Boardwalk City Burgers and Fries. You know, an innocent place, a couple of wizards throwing some patties on the grills and cooking up some nice burgers. And I said, with my razor-sharp wit, Quentin, I said, Boardwalk Burgers, more like board burgers, because those burgers aren't having any fun. Hey, thank you hey. and good night. That is the most genius joke of all time, and I'll tell you why you've created... <laughs> You throw it away, but that is, you have created something that will last hundreds of years. People will speak your name after, long after you're dead because that is brilliant. It's brilliant because they are burgers that are at a restaurant called Boardwalk Burgers. <laughs> yep. And they are also on a boardwalk and they are also not having fun and they are also on a mm. billboard. So they Preach are bored it. on, they are bored on many ways. You know what's uh -huh. fucking, sad? you know what's fucking sad? That joke's probably going to outlive Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> well, that's not true. I, I don't know if you heard. It'll be fantastic sketched on J.K. Rowling's gravestone. Yeah. <laughs> Quentin, not not with her consent. Quentin, this episode bury me next to my franchise. This episode has been going on for a five movie deal. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people where they can yeah. find more of you? Because we got to wrap up. Okay, yeah. so if you guys go to YouTube.com/slash Quentin Reviews Kitchen Sinks, no spaces. You'll find my channel. I talk about pop culture. Uh, I talk about dreams. Well, one time I did. Uh, my big <laughs> series is I like analyzing old YouTube content, figuring out what worked, what didn't, and where it went. Uh, I I think you'll have a little bit of fun sometimes if you check that out. I'll be really grateful. Or you can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Q underscore review. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I've had a blast. This has really yeah, been a yeah, big, yeah, a big for accomplishment on. of mine. I've always wanted to be on here. Yeah. Thank you, you did it. Yeah, we're glad to have you on, man. Yeah, Thanks man. for coming on. And Anytime. Thank you for listening to the official podcast. If you did, if not, then you're not here, so I'm not thanking you. Uh, we've got a <laughs> Patreon at patreon.com slash the official podcast. If you feel so inclined, there's bonus content over there that you can unlock by throwing us some cash. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that's everything. Thank you. Remember, we'll see you next week. Remember, folks, there's more than one way to listen. We also are on Spotify, iTunes, and many other places you can get your podcast. Spread the word. Help us grow Choose huge. audio. Yeah, choose audio. Help us grow huge. Take over every platform. Let's do it. All right. Comes out a day early on audio. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank see you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.